is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Episode 25 of the All Pro Jaffos. This episode brought to you by Groundbreaking Enterprises, a local real estate fix flip company ready to solve your real estate needs. Give them a call, 510-646-7891, or follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Together, we can form a groundbreaking solution. Ladies and gentlemen, All Pro Jaffos, breaking ground. While breaking it down, the guy next to me right here is the six foot ten beast from the southeast, former quarterback slash put him anywhere on the field athlete, Country Cave. What's going on, brother? What's up? So it's just the two of us today. Uh, next week's gonna be a little bit of a bigger show because one, the NBA by then will probably be getting into their conference final games and the NFL comes back in six days. Cannot wait for that to happen. I'm beyond excited for the NFL. Beyond excited for the NFL. But for right now, real quick, let's start our show off today with the NBA. Currently, right now, yesterday, today is Friday when we're recording this. So you'll probably be getting it Saturday. So yesterday on the – today's the 4th. So yesterday on the 3rd, the Raptors and Celtics had themselves a pretty decent game, came down literally to the buzzer beat shot. Raptors take the game 104-103. to Boston leads that series 2-1. to Toronto trying to make it a little bit interesting. But I still don't see, honestly, Boston losing that series. So we'll see how that goes. Jason Tatum obviously having himself a game. You know, the whole Boston Celtics team, I think, minus that shot, yeah, I I think Boston kind of deserved to to win that game. They should be up 3-0 right now. But obviously, you know, things happen in the NBA playoffs. So after that, shortly, uh, Clippers, Nuggets, Clippers just – Nuggets just came off a series with the Jazz that went all the way seven games. Two days later, having to start another series. Uh, of course, they were going to take a bit of a shellacking on this one. It was 120-97 to 97 at the end of that one. So the Clippers take game one of the Western Conference semifinals. Just happened less than about a half hour, maybe a little bit. Actually, a little over an hour ago. By this point, the Heat, the Country K is wearing right now, the Miami Heat taking the 3-0 lead, beating the Bucks 115-100. to The Bucks were actually up for quite a bit for this whole game, but then Jimmy Butler decided to say, uh-uh, I'm going to outscore the entire Milwaukee team in the fourth quarter 17-13 to with the Heat taking it. K has been... Kane has been talking about the Heat since the very beginning, since the since the restart, before the restart even happened. Kay was all over the Heat, not so much as just as a fan, but he gave some pretty damn good points. People are sleeping on the Heat. They weren't talking enough about the Heat. Well, they're talking about the Heat now because they're beating the absolute crap out of the Bucks, and Giannis, as great a player as he is, he just can't do it by himself so far. So, hey, 
Shout out to the Heat, man. It's probably going to be them in Boston in the in the Eastern Conference Finals, which will be interesting between you and and CJ. <laughs> that will be interesting to have on air to talk about. But nonetheless, the Heat doing their thing up three nothing. Lakers and the Rockets right now are currently going at it. They're at halftime right now. Uh, and Houston is actually on top of the Lakers, 63 to 55 at the moment. So keep updated on that. Go sure check out that Twitter, the the underscore Joppos AP. We'll have uh, Twitter updates and stuff like that on that, obviously. Instagram as well. Go to PVP underscore sports. Go for all your daily sports updates, NFL, MLB, uh, NBA, you name it. It's there. Go check it out. What are you thinking so far? Okay. You've obviously been talking about and you've known a lot of this was going to happen so far. What are you, what are you thinking so far? <laughs> Even though they had they all three of them collectively had bad games, my baby goats are a problem. Yes, Jimmy Butler's closing the game, but my baby goats, my young goats, are getting us there. Duncan Robinson has played outstanding in the playoffs. Yeah. Outstanding. Tyler Harrell has came in playing outstanding. Kendall Nunn's come back off injury, so he started getting back acclimated. But the other two, outstanding. Bam out of Bayou. Got played out of uh, most uh, most improved player. Gave it to Brandon Ingram. Like, seriously? Brandon Ingram? They didn't even make the playoffs. How's he most improved? He literally looked exactly I mean, like he did years ago in the Lakers. They I mean, didn't make the playoffs. Actually, considering the there was a lot of talk and a lot of potential behind Ingram that they had talked about years prior. And this year was kind of that year that he actually – showed that he was a decent player. I can understand why they gave it to him, but, you know, make your clear. It's not legitimate. Like, it's that's not the most improved player. He's not. Bam won the skills challenge. He, he made the all-star and won the skills challenge over guards. This year. It wasn't like it was last year or, like, some pre – he did that shit this year. Yeah. Like, right before COVID shutdown. Like, he did that shit. Won that motherfucker this year. I don't know, bro. Brandon Ingram's literally just playing how he's supposed to play from year one. So it's not like he's playing improved. You know what I mean? He's not improving his game. Bam out of Bayou, though, he's an undersized post player playing against a bunch of seven-footers, and he's dominating. He's literally bullying the hell out of Giannis. And Giannis probably got him by, like, four inches, maybe yeah. six, four to six inches. He's bullying Giannis, yeah. bullying him. So – I, I don't understand. Brandon Ingram, he'll get, like, some lanky dunks and all that. But he's not bullying Giannis, two-time MVP. Well, he's probably going to win it this year. So, Think so? Yeah. They go, if, it's, if they're doing everything popularity contest-wise, they gave Brandon Ingram most improved, and he wasn't most improved. He has no other, he has no other accolades other than most improved player. Bam just won the skills challenge. Like, Bam was on the team, again – they're small, they're undersized, nobody even thought about them. And they they outperformed. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. They balled out even when Jimmy was hurt or when Jimmy was there. Yeah. When Dragon, Dragon, uh, I mean uh Goran Dragic has been 
up and down on his game. He didn't play consistently since the play to the playoffs. Yeah. So Bam has been the most consistent thing on our team outside of our young gunners. So I don't understand how that's most improved capabilities in Brandon Ingram's corner because he got Lonzo's playing better, John, uh, Josh Hart's playing better. They got fucking Zion Williamson. They got a whole bunch of fucking – Who they're they not playing, by the way. Say it again? Who they're not playing. They're limiting his minutes. True, but, I mean, the games he did play, the, what, 25 games he did play, yeah. I mean, that'll change people's minds, especially if they play, what, 60 games total? So it was like 60, it was like 60-something, 60 60-something games. That's, what, a third of the games? No, I think they, they – so when the restart happened, they still had – They played eight games. They only played eight. That's what they still had. I think they still had that eight games left into the season when the whole no, thing – No, no, no. They gave them eight games to get them acclimated to playing again. It was like 20-something games left. It was like 24 games left. So 82 season. Oh. Okay. Or 84 game season. 82, 84, one of them fuckers. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so I, I honestly, I don't see it. Like, I don't see it. Like, everybody he got traded with came into a system where they fit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Granted, Miami is a system that it's like play defense, you hustle. It's, it's basically hustle academy. You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty much what it is. Like, in the regular season, it was the best defensive team in the league. You get what I'm saying? And now they're saying the Rockets are the best defensive team in the bubble, but they're giving us second, whatever. I, I, I'm i still not sold on the Rockets anyway, even though they're winning right now. I'm not sold on them at all. Um, but, I, I, I haven't been sold on – I mean, yeah, Harden, Westbrook, that's cool and all, but I just – I don't know, man. Just, I just can't see them j- – They've always been that team that's really good during the regular season, putting up a bunch of numbers. Harden's in the MVP talks damn near every single year. You know, I I understand all that, but proven when it comes to crunch time and getting to the promised land, they just can't do it. They can't close out. So they're going to have to – prove a whole lot, especially against L.A., you know, if they want to even smell the Western Conference Finals, they're going to need to push this thing because, to be completely honest, I I don't like the Lakers. I haven't been a Lakers fan, you know, pretty much my whole life. But I don't see them going past five games in this series. You know, they – you know, maybe the Rockets will pull out one. Maybe that one might be today, you know, but second half's a whole nother game. You know, so we'll we'll see how that one ends up playing. I mean, everyone thought the – you were looking at it online and Twitter and everything. The, everyone thought the Bucks were going to pull it off today, finally give the Heat that loss that – what was that statistic that they had? They're undefeated after going 2-0, and after leading a series 2-0. and Yeah. So, yeah. you know, everyone was thinking, oh, the Bucks are finally going to, you know, end that streak. Nope. Jimmy Butler said, nope. Uh, I'll, take, I'll take that, and I'll keep it moving. You know, so, you know, anything, anything can really play. happen. You know, but right now it's 63-59 with 10-15 in the third. So, but it'll be interesting, man. The Heat are really putting, you know, a good – 
making a good case for themselves, for sure. Jimmy Butler's definitely, you know, he said it himself. He's locked in. You know, he's he's playing on a whole another level right now. Jimmy Butler's playing best ball I've seen his entire career so far. You know, so, and for the Heat, that's definitely a good thing. If Jimmy Butler's on and then all of your supporting cast members are putting on a show themselves, the Heat are a scary team to play. <laughs> They're going to be a real scary team to deal with. You know, so, get, like you said, whoever Toronto or Boston, whoever it is that comes out of that um, that series, they are definitely going to have their hands full with the Miami Heat. They're undersized. Like you said, they are undersized. They don't have the biggest team in the world, but that defense and hustle and everything that they have is just it's it's on another level right now. It's just plain and simple how it is. Yeah, they're going to lose. Like whoever comes out of that, they're going to lose. Point blank period. The mistakes they made in those games, like uh, Boston letting Ananobi shoot, we wouldn't make those mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Like, even that game against uh, Milwaukee uh, two days ago? Yeah, it was two days ago. Uh, when uh, they called that bull crap on uh, Dragic, when he had his hand straight up on Chris Middleton, and they called that foul. Talk about bull like, crap. You see that Giannis travel walk and a half mile two pointer that, that counted holy crap i counted five six steps on that <laughs> he does that he's been doing that his whole career like the refs is just like uh they're fans at the end of the day so you got it some plays it's like they know they're going to dunk it like a fast break dunk but travel's expected that wasn't even like a fast break dunk he just did like a spin move he got deed up on that spin move you know, he got met where he wanted to go. Yeah. And took those extra two, three thousand steps to the hoop. I was, you know, I couldn't believe they could didn't call out. But yeah, I mean, no, I'll give you an example. But yeah, I, I agree that was travel. I mean, that was one of those obvious calls. Like, if you would have gotten away with three, okay, I can understand that. Dudes get away. LeBron gets away with that. Curry gets away with that. All the superstars get away with a third step all the time. James Harden has made a living out of it. So that's fine. But four, five, six steps to get to the hole, I, you got to call something. Otherwise, it just looks it looks bad on the referee's part, at least. I mean, it didn't end up helping him, you know, anyways later on. But it was something that you're gonna have to watch out for and during the rest of the series because yeah, the Heat are up 3-0 right now. But if the NBA is rigged like I think it is, there's no way Miami pulls the sweep. If Miami pulls the sweep, oh Giannis is there's gonna be so many questions around Giannis, it's gonna be insane. Absolutely insane. Which would be ridiculous. But I think I think the Bucks will maybe get one. Maybe get one. Yeah, yeah. Possibility. Way too I mean way too Bro, I'm just saying like if the NBA is if you if the NBA has shown anything, it's the fact that they still have no fans. So they're still not making money on the physical aspect of the fans being there. 
They well, want to they, have these games. They have both family and friends there. Uh, well, the family and friends, but family and friends, that's fine. But what I'm talking about is, you know, 10, 12,000 people in the stands, yeah. you know, paying money to sit there and everything like that. They don't have that. Concessions, all that stuff. So they're trying to get as much money out of these TV deals as they possibly can. And if that means having the referees push a game and an extra one or two games to make it more interesting, you know, especially in the, in the booking, you know, the bets and everything else like that going on in Vegas for all these games, NBA playoffs are highly bet on, you know, in Vegas. They kind of find a way around that to get their money. Because if I'm not mistaken, you have to place a, a, a bid just to be a fan in the crowd. You know what I mean? You have to, to bid on to be in the crowd. You know what I mean? The virtual crowd. And on top of that, if you're not, if you're not, like, if you don't have NBA TV, you're a cable provider, you mm-hmm. can pay, like, um, I think it's like 10 bucks. Yeah, but the like whole thing with there, it's not like a home crowd. It's like anybody can get in. You know what I mean? No, no, it's the home crowd. It is, it's the home crowd. So oh, the uh, whoever, home crowd that they're selling yeah, those. Like if you if you really look at it, you'll see a bunch of fans. Like you'll see other fans sprinkled in there, but it's mainly it's mainly the home teams. Well, the home teams crowd. Okay. Whoever they're marquee. That's that's who is normally there. Like um like. LeBron just. I have a picture when uh the Blazers and uh the Lakers played. Like what? Well, no. The Blazers and Memphis game, actually, when Melo uh, sealed the game with the three. And uh, they had a bunch of people in the crowd. Hold on, man. I don't, I, don't mean, I don't mean to interrupt you, but if you would have seen what LeBron just did to Russell Westbrook right now, I mean, all for nothing. He finished the and one, but holy shit. He blocked the hell out of Russell Westbrook. He just – Looking at it now. Oh. That he pinned me. That's crazy. He didn't finish the N one though. He didn't make the free throw. Yeah, he misses free throws. I know he's gonna do that. How, yeah, LeBron misses free throws. How are you? That's, uh, yeah, no, that's goaltending. It bounced off the backboard before. Yeah, that's goaltending. But, but how? Yeah. I mean, if you're LeBron, how are you? that elite of an athlete and still, you know, average when it comes to free throws. Because like they tell what well, they always told us when we were playing basketball and stuff like that, um, AAU or high school or whatever, it was like after you lift weights you have to shoot. And some players they lift the they lift their shot away. You know what I mean? Like they lift so much and get so strong that shot is depleted. That's why when LeBron was smaller like, when he was a little bit smaller, he could shoot a little better. Like, now he's he's solid. He's solid on the three-point line, but I feel like he's still trying to figure out the short game because he's so strong. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's my – I just feel guess. as your career goes on and you're literally being compared to Michael Jordan the entire freaking time, you know you're getting bigger. You know you're getting stronger. You need to be able to adjust to you know, basically anything. If you notice that your shot is kind of getting thrown off, especially your free throws, because you're getting bigger, you got to be able to adapt to that. 
I mean, that's neither here nor there, but I mean, that's kind of nitpicking at this point, considering what LeBron's done in his career, you know, but I mean, Shaq was a horrible free throw shooter too. So most dominant player ever. Exactly. So, but the thing is, my, 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 my thing is, I'm not saying that I'm completely on board with it, but the more I look at Jordan highlights, I realize that those fuckers sucked back in the day. Most of those fuckers were ass. They were sorry, bro. Like, if you really look at, comp, like, you got, you got set teams that were nice. Like, the Jazz were nice. Uh-huh. Uh, DK was nice. Detroit. You got, uh, 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 the Celtics, like, at the end, towards the end, with Larry Bird, you know what I mean, towards the end nice. of that. Detroit was nice there, too. But, again, that's still in the beginning of Jordan's career. Once Jordan started getting towards the championship and all that, after, like, seven years in, Detroit wasn't that good anymore. You know what I mean? Because all the players were gone. They probably retired and stuff like that. Same thing with Boston. I think they weren't that good like that. You know what I mean? Like, they were good, but that's my guess right now. I don't have the rosters in front of me, so I can't really tell you. But just based on what I've been seeing on the highlights of Jordan and stuff like that, I'm like, these fuckers ass. Like, I'm not discrediting his game because he's nice as shit. Right, he don't say, I've never seen before, but are they ass or was he so good that he made elite athletes look ass? No, he they were ass. Mm. They were ass. So think about it like this: Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr, no. right? No, Steve Kerr was good. Only he, guy to win four four titles in a row. Again, Steve no. Kerr was good. Steve Kerr has never been the linchpin to any championship. Other than the Warriors, when he's a coach and he's not playing, he's not doing anything physical. So when you say linchpin, do you mean like, like the whole reason, reason why the whole reason why everything blew up? You know what I mean? Like you take that pin out, the grenades active. You know what I mean? You got to throw it or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. my thing. Like even when he was on the on the Cavs, it was Mark Price's team. You know what I'm saying? Like come on, like well, he went to the Spurs directly after the Bulls. No, I got that, but he was on the he was on the Cavs first. That was his first stop. Oh, he was man. on the Cavs first. Then he went to the Bulls. Then he went to the Spurs. Yeah. Even then, it was David Robinson's team. You know what I'm saying? So he was never that like he was never that guy. You can have all those rings. Same thing with Robert Ory. Steve Kerr is in the category of Robert Ory. That's my understanding. I feel like if Robert Ory could coach or he ever took a chance coaching, he would be a great coach because he played under Popovich too. He played for uh fucking uh, field mm-hmm. in L.A. He played on all these teams just like Steve Kerr did. He played for all of these coaches and <coughs> all this basketball, and he's still around it as a commentator. He could be able to be a great coach. So I that's – Speaking of coaching, what do you think of Steve Nash? I think that's bullshit. I'm with Stephen A. Like, I, honestly, you I'm not going to say so? – I'm not going to say it's, I'm not gonna say it's racial. Racial. Uh, fuck. I'm not going to say it's racial. I'm going to say – those two got those three guys had a better chance of coaching than Steve Nash. Steve Nash right. is not granted two-time MVP or back-to-back MVP. First one to do it was he the first one? I'm not sure. First I one, look, I look at it this way because Manuel Acho actually put made a good point. He's like there are other Stephen A's point was there wasn't black coaches 
that came out with no experience to get head coaching jobs. And Acho actually disputed that. Like he said, no, there's been like four actually who've gotten head coaching jobs without prior experience. I was really talking about The whole thing is with Steve Nash, you're looking at a guy, KD and Kyrie Irving wanted him there. They Mm -hmm. told the Frav that they wanted him there. So if you're going to blame anybody or whatever, you you got to look at KD and Kyrie Irving because they're the ones who got. Yeah, could there have been an other other coach with better experience to come in and coach that team? Sure, there could have been. But your two best players wanted him to come in as a coach just to see how it goes. Steve Kerr never had any coaching experience before he coached with the Warriors, and look what happened. Championship. He was an assistant coach. For who? Uh, San Antonio. I mean, the Suns. He was an assistant coach for somebody? Yeah, I think he was either San Antonio or Phoenix. It was one of the two. I could have sworn he hadn't had any prior experience. He has no head coach experience, but I'm pretty sure he was like a – he was either a consultant or same shit as Steve Nash or – nah, he was like an assistant coach, bro. I'm pretty sure. Huh. I'm pretty sure. Like I'm like sixty nine percent sure on this one. It, yeah, yeah, fairly sure. Let's go to fairly. I'm not pretty. I'm fairly sure. But as far as I mean, I really meant the back half of Stephen A's comment, like the whole oh, there's never been no. Co-. I, I really don't give a fuck on that. Morley, Mark Jackson should have got a chance because he literally did. He got Tony Dungy. Except he didn't get it in Indianapolis. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. He got full-blown Tony Dungy. He built the Warriors. He got them nice. He got them where they're supposed to be. And he foreseen yeah. that Draymond was ass. Whatever. You know what I mean? But he got them nice, got them prepared. Steve Kerr just came in and John Gruden all over the fucking place. Not, a, not everybody's fucking catching boners. So that, that's what it is. Like, oh, Steve Kerr. Oh, well, what the fuck Steve Kerr did this year? When he didn't have Steph, a fucking goddamn lifetime great shooter or whatever the fuck, NBA great shooter, fucking Clay, NBA Steph, great he shooter. Clay, he didn't have his base group. His base group was basically hurt the whole time. You had your nucleus. You had the the, the mouth. Draymond, Draymond was there. Draymond was there. And then he, he got, got hurt. hurt. He, he played most of the year. He played most of the year. Draymond was running his mouth. Got average eight points a fucking game again, just like he did when they had I never thought I never thought Draymond like hell of a defensive player, I'll give him that. But he's never been the guy to put up the points. He was your rebounder, your defensive player, you know, guy who can get in there and kind of do the dirty work on the offense if he had to. You know, he's not a very good three point shooter. There's some nights he's on and he'll hit a few here and there, but for the most part, he's not a great long-range shooter. His mid-range game is questionable with that. You know, I get why Draymond is considered, like, one of the better defensive players in the NBA. I get that. But can he lead a team all by himself, like a Steph Curry or, like, you know, LeBron James or anybody, you know, kind of in that vicinity? No. No. 
He's that. He's not even like the Pippin to a Jordan. He's like the Rodman. That guy got in the – and he's probably not even at that level just yet. But what I'm saying is he's like the third, fourth guy on the totem pole, if you really Uh, look at it. Whether he should be or shouldn't be, that's where he is. No, that's not what I'm saying. I agree with some of the points. I mean, Draymond Green – so let me start with saying this. It's only one basketball. Your your marquee player, Stephen Curry – won an MVP by shooting 400 threes. So just imagine how many shots he took total. Stephen, I mean, not Stephen, but Clay Thompson, he shoots a lot of shots as well. Yep. Granted, he don't dribble much, but he shoots. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's only one basketball. <laughs> Here's my point beyond all of that shit, right? The Warriors still could have been sorry. They could have been asked because they didn't have their two best players, right? That's fine. You can be sorry. Draymond Green, you're an all-star too. You're a max deal player, right? You're yep. This guy, you, you walk around talking all this shit, calling LeBron the B-word. You know what I'm saying? Like you're kicking players in the nuts. Like you're doing all of this stuff. Now when it's just you and the same head coach, the same team, what are you going to do? You, can, you have more opportunity to shoot the ball now. All these rookies and uh, G League players are not going to just – Oh, give me the ball. They're not going to do that. No, they're going to give you the ball. They're going to respect that you got rings. They're going to respect that you got everything. And you, you're going to be there. Sure. Now, the one thing I can't say, I agree with you, he's not the best shooter. But this one game I went to, uh, the game Steph got hurt. They played Atlanta. And when JaVale McGee landed on Stephen's ankle, uh, that was like uh, two, three years ago, I was at the game. I was like, I was like eight rolls from the floor, bro. Like, Draymond Green's best friend sat directly behind me. I was talking cash, money, shit the whole time. I didn't even know they were best friends. I go to the bathroom, come back, and my boy who I went with, well, the boy, my boy at the time, who I went with, uh, he told me when I got back. But luckily, dude had went to go get food. But when he came back, he was just talking shit. And I, I don't know what the fuck happened, but halftime happened. I guess he texted Draymond and you read that shit and that motherfucker came out there shooting threes. Crazy. He probably finished the game with like five or six threes. I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, they came out of halftime and he was just hitting. I mean, yeah. You had something to do with Draymond going off? (laughs) Could have been. Could have been. I'm an inspiration to these sorry shits. Hey, man. This dude in the third row. Yeah. He's talking mad shit. Yeah, that big 6'10 motherfucker right there. Yeah, he's talking mad shit. Saying, I had the same jersey on. This you know, same jersey on. In there talking shit. Like, big I'm big not, big not a warrior. Fuck this dude up. Fuck him. <laughs> but again, that's, that was my whole thing. Like, Draymond gets his points because the other two players on the floor. That man is not good like that, bro. Like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I, I've, I've never... I, Football I think rugby. I think Draymond's mouth is a little bigger than his actual performance at a lot of times. All, all of it, honestly. But, that's, but that's if, my, you really that's look at, if you really look at his role, he is kind of the mouthpiece of the Warriors. Like he's kind of speaking yeah. for everybody. Like he's the one who's outgoing and everything else like that. He's the one who who goes and you know 
basically says what the team is basically feeling. You know, that's his role. Uh oh. Yeah, I was bowling eggs. I think it just Boy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Country K forgot he was boiling eggs. <laughs> K, this is unprofessional. We, we cannot be forgetting about boiled eggs in the middle of the show. Good. <laughs> He's not burning down the apartment. <laughs> We're good. good. I heard the shell crack of one of the eggs because the water had boiled out and the shell cracked. I was like, what the fuck is that? And I realized I was boiling eggs. Whatever. Trying to get back 2021 summer ready. You know, starting now. Fuck this shit. Starting now. I was gonna say I gotta, I gotta lose a few pounds on this thing right here, man. I'm gonna start putting these rays and Phoenix fits to work, man. Cause uh, feel like I gotta get a little bit of this gut taken out, work on chest a little bit, get my shoulders back, you know, get that good looking 225, 230 look. Oh yeah. I'm trying to be right there with you, bro. I'm trying to get back down to 240. We should be doing that then. We should do some sort of like like a weight loss challenge. People do that. Podcasters will be doing that all the time. Weight loss challenge. They'll pick a date of when they start and their guys will basically just gorge themselves in food before that start point and then try to cut the weight or whatever from there. We can do that. We'll figure something out. That's actually a really good idea. Like we can have uh we can have pictures yep. of fucking of the binge meal. You know what I mean? Have pictures of the binge meal, then fucking uh just have fucking take it down. <laughs> Fuck, I I'm blanking right now because I'm everywhere right now. But uh we can have dates with specific dates, like three months in, six months in, whatever the fuck. Whatever whatever. Time so then, okay, so then what are we and we'll let we'll let Mad Six and we'll let NC and everybody know about this too, see if they want to join in because it's actually giving you a goal and giving you that motivation to get back into the into the gym to go get something done. So let's do this. At as soon as in, cele, in celebration of the NFL season. We'll go 16 weeks, the full 16 weeks from the start to finish, right? We'll go basically start September 10th, which is on Thursday. We'll start then and go all the way till, you know, the end of the season week, basically 17 weeks, I should say. So we got 16. Wait, are they still doing that one preseason game? Uh, Are they going no. straight to season? They canceled it. Okay. So once we get to the end of the season, we'll take a look at where, we are, where we're at. You know, obviously, at the very beginning, we have the, you know, our start weight, where we're at and everything, weigh ourselves in. And then at the end of the season, we take a look at where we're at. 
And then from then on, through the postseason, we get like that second, you know, burst or whatever to kind of either get into the spot that we want to get into. Like that first mm-hmm. season, we'll, we're basically just dropping the weight. And then, like, the postseason will be, like, getting the actual strength or whatever, you know, may get to the body we want to get to. And then at the end of the Super Bowl, we'll weigh in, you know, see who we look like or whatever, and we'll go totals. And whoever – should we go on, like, whoever loses the most, like, percentage – a body fat, or should we go by pounds? BMI is tricky because I, I hold a lot of a lot of water weight and weight myself, Me so too. my percentage yeah. is fucked up. You know what I mean? Like my BMI is fucked because I have no fat on my legs. I'm just upper body heavy. Yeah, like that was always my thing. Like my my legs are lean as shit, but like my upper body is like super heavy, so my BMI is fucked up. But I mean, we can do pounds. I honestly, that was my uh. That's what I was actually going to say. I wanted to do pound, and I wanted to do um, – I wanted to ask you, not I wanted to do. I wanted to ask you, do you want to have, like, a progress support on our week, uh, on our bye week? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our yeah, team's sure. bye week, like the Niners bye week for you, and then the Bucks bye week for me. We just put up, like, a progress report. That would actually be cool, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's see where we're at and everything. We could even do it, you know, kind of – weekly or whatever to see how you know the progression just kind of slowly show how we got from one spot you know we got to document it you know so let everybody know where we were at you know kind of let the listeners and stuff take that journey with us you know and if they want to do that weight loss challenge with us hey by all means so then you know what let's make it official now the off-road drivers will have a weight loss challenge Starting September 10th, the start of the NFL season, to the end of the season, progress report, postseason, final report. So, <laughs> total of 17, 18, 19. Because you're talking Pro Bowl, too. 22 weeks. 22 weeks. 22 week challenge. The Emmett Smith challenge. Hey, well, who's a better 22? Nobody. The Emmett Smith? Nobody. Who's a better 22 Smith? Good luck. I know, I know you don't like Dallas, and I don't like the Gators, but he is from Florida. So that's, a, that's the only thing I'm holding on to right now. Like, that's it. That's all I got. I hate Dallas with you. If you're watching or listening, give us a better 22 than Emmett Smith. If you can give us a better number twenty-two than Emmett Smith, then we will be any sport. This little in any sport. <laughs> any sport. You can go any sport. There is nobody at the Chris Middleton is probably the best twenty-two in the NBA. That's that's it. Like I don't know any twenty-twos in the MLB. Somebody help me out here. Somebody. HL. Somebody who's just as anti-Cowboys as I am. Let's let's figure this out. Let's do this together, can we? <laughs> but in the meantime, we'll get to a quick ad break to you by Ray's the second half of this 
episode 25 show of the All-Pro Job. Brought to you by Ray's Energy. Ray's Energy uh, takes that giant leap of faith with instilling a high-quality formula to bring the consumer a powerful yet sustained energetic experience to help push your workouts and focus to the next level. Perfect for anyone at any time, Ray's Energy has become the most popular and best-rated energy drink on the market to date with a phenomenal flavor profile that puts most competitors to shame. I got my watermelon frost case on the way. Oh, I can't wait for that one, bro. I haven't tried that one yet. That's the only one I haven't tried yet. So that's going to be good. Got no crash. They got other flavors like Voodoo, Apollo, Galaxy Burst, Guava Mango, Strawberry Colada, Phantom Freeze, Baja Lime. Yeah, just to name a few. So if you want to get your case of Ray's or even your sample pack of Ray's Energy today, go to repsports.com and use the promo code Alpha Rays to get 15% off your order. Once again, repsports.com at R-E-P-P-Sports.com. And by the way, before, before we go with them, they're still on the running for the best energy drink at the Clash of the Cans event. Right now, they're at number two. We're trying to get them up to number one. How to vote, gather all the devices, go to clashofthecans.com, and then vote, raise energy on every single one of your devices. (laughs) Just get it going, vote these guys up, number one energy drink at the Clash of Cans event. Go check it out, raise energy. Thank you guys for being with us this entire time. Second half. We've been talking about it so far. The NFL is back in six days. In six days, football is going to be back. And the worry every single week, the cancer tumor growth that's going to be growing in the back of our fucking necks. Week in and week out, wondering whether or not the season will continue on. Will the pandemic take over like it did the MLB? Will games have to be postponed? Will we start having Tuesday or Wednesday night games or something like that? It's going to be an absolute shit show, and people are going to be stressed out every single week, hoping to God they don't get any news of somebody getting placed on the list or a whole team getting placed on the list. But until then, so far, a whole bunch of crap has happened. Yep, he puts it on. To go in celebration, Leonard Fournette is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer after being released by the Jaguars. And by the Jaguars, they said that uh, they couldn't get a fifth, fourth, or even a sixth for people to trade. Maybe it's because people were smart and knew that Jacksonville was just going to shaft the bed no matter what. So we all know Jacksonville's trying to, you know, Go for that number one pick. We know Trevor Lawrence is most likely going to be a Jacksonville Jaguar. But in the meantime, an offense that was already lethal on paper. Ronald Jones, Sean McCoy, Evans, Godwin, the GOAT, Gronk, O.J. Howard. All of these players on this offense 
and then you add a thumper like Leonard Fournette. Now, when healthy, Leonard Fournette can be one of the more dominant running backs in the league. He can be. With a good offensive line and a good, you know, offensive scheme and everything around him, he can still be an elite back. And you can see by the look on Kay's face, that is something he is looking very much forward to. That's basically the running back that you were – the style of running back, at least, that you were looking for for your team. You wanted, jo- you wanted Jonathan Taylor in the draft, didn't end up getting him, but – you still got Ronald Jones. You got Sean McCoy now. And then, you know, Leonard Fournette. That's a three-headed monstrous backfield, if I do say so myself, my friend. We had to let go. We had to let go. Of, uh, I'm not going to pronounce his name correctly, but it's the African brother. We had to let him go. Yep. He was like number 43 or something like that. Yeah. We had to let him go. We cut him today. Um, side note. Do you remember when Leonard Fournette mushed – that dude from uh, Ole Miss, oh, my God, bro. He literally grabbed this man's whole head. And it was like this. Like it, and he, like, yeah. he, like, tombstoned him. He Not even tombstone, chokeslammed him. I said wrong, wrong wrestling move. Wrong wrestling move, sorry. Chokeslammed this man. It's like he grabbed him God. and did, like, the whole cane shake. Like, Hmm. <laughs> he slammed that man. We need that Leonard. Bring that shit to Tampa. Come with Avengers. Everybody's playing with Avengers. Shannon McCoy didn't get no touches in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady got disrespect in New England. Rob Gronkowski's riding with his brother. They completely disrespected Mike Evans in Madden and in the NFL. And now we got Leonard Fournette that's pissed off because they trying to play this man a long time ago. I'm just so, saying. They're playing with anger. I. And I told you that the New Orleans Saints were going to implode. I really hate <laughs> to agree with you, but who the fuck is going to stop that offense, dude? Who the hell – who had – There's too many weapons. There's too many weapons. It's almost like you're playing against the Chiefs, too. There's too many weapons on that team to just disregard. Like, it, you can't double anyone because then you're leaving another man open to just feast. So it's going to have to be good, solid man-to-man slash zone defenses that they're going to have to use to just perfectly execute it because you know Tom Brady's bringing that goat mentality with him to Tampa Bay. Everybody's like, everybody's like, oh, you said what? Oh, I oh, eat my lunch at 10. Okay, I'm going to eat my lunch at 10.30. Yep, oh, early lunch. Yep, big. Oh, yeah, anything you say, Tom. Anything you say. Anything you want, Tom. That's what we're going to do. You and Guerrero, uh, Guerrero, uh, Guerrero, whatever his name is, Alex Guerrero, well, whatever. I don't know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> his trainer. Dude that's running TB12. Him too. They're all listening. Anything you want. It's amazing. It's, it's beautiful. Leonard Burnett is going to drop some weight. Shady McCoy is going to be in shape. 
And it's going to be a problem because Ronald Jones is starting. So while he's starting, the other players are just going to be in the incubator getting better. Hold on. I just thought about it real quick. Leonard Fournette is what, roughly about 240? Yeah, 240, 230, maybe. 235, maybe? Yeah, yeah, upper end of 230, yeah. If he drops down to a solid 220. Oh, it's a fucking problem. It's a fucking problem. It's a fucking problem. <laughs> Shady McCoy, if, just think about it like this. If Shady McCoy got in shape, just remember what he was in the Chip Kelly's offense. I mean, I don't. I don't doubt that he's, you know, not going to be in shape. I mean, if you're playing for the Bucks right now with Tom Brady as the quarterback, you better be putting your whole ass, you know, making sure that you're doing your fucking job. Because that's the whole thing. That's all that Tom needs you to do. Do your fucking job. I will do the rest. And, it, and that's it. That's all you need to do. So I'm, the I'm, fact that this is being spread – through an offense that on paper looks like probably the deadliest offense that NFL has ever seen. So it's ever forever. Forever. I know it sounds like I'm hyping them up. I'm just giving y'all the facts. Forever. <laughs> I'm just giving you the facts of what's gonna be happening this year because I care nothing about Debo. I care nothing about whoever the fuck else you drafted. I care nothing about C. I don't care nothing about that homegrown warrior. Shout out to Mad Six. I'm calling your team out too. I don't care nothing about Michael Thomas. Oh, that's all y'all got in New Orleans any motherfucking way. Because Alvin Kamara's hurt. I don't give a fuck about anybody right now. Nobody. Is better. It's looking for. It's looking rough for the night. Like that, you bring up the Niners. It looks rough. It almost looks like, to me, anyway. Every time I look at the news, another Niners wide receiver has gone down. And I made sure to send it to you guys. I made Keep sure. On I made sent on IR. We just got him eight days ago. What are we doing? What is going on right now? <laughs> Debo's still coming back. He's probably not going to play till about till week two. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. I use the same thing. One of the guys that we signed off for agency fucking tore his shit. Just heard the rookie that we got last year who ended up not playing because he tore his ACL got hurt again. Just you got a bunch of Jimmy G's on your team, bro. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You got a bunch of fragile fuckers. Whoa. They got they had the fragile sticker placed on their forehead at birth. Throw the stamp. Or they just put it on the little diaper. Get out of here, you little fragile fucker. See, I'm trying to get you guys <laughs> see this and you hear this, right? I'm over here talking up his team. You know, making sure that you know he's got that stick that he's got wedged up his ass is nice and firm up there not going to let loose for nothing. <laughs> stick free, stick free, enema, all that shit. All that shit is, we're clear. We're clear. I'm trying to get yeah. some sort of good news that he can possibly say about my team. <sighs> shit on him. 
Shit on them. <laughs> it's like shitting on everybody this year. The only person that's not shitting on anything this year is your fantasy team, my friend. Hey, so I'm going to just go ahead and display this now because I've said this shit. I'm going to put it in the actual clip, but I'm just showing you. What the hell is wrong with you? When did, bro, I can't understand a word you're fucking saying in this video. Hey, I, I, I was, I was in full, I was basically in full Florida mode. I was in the blend between Florida and work because I was at work. So I was trying to like keep it together and make sure that no one was coming. If you, if you like actually watch the video or whatever, I keep looking up, like my eyes keep looking up. I keep talking, but I'm looking up to make sure no one comes in. So I don't look retarded to a customer. But, <laughs> but basically I was saying, when the NFL season starts, unfollow me now. <laughs> unfollow me. Because I'm going to be reckless. I'm going to be reckless. And we're under a week away. I'm going to be reckless, sir. I'm going to be reckless. This, Speaking of reckless here, hey, Trubisky was named the Bears starter today. That was a reckless decision, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so because Nick Foles is only good in the playoffs. Him and Joe Flacco are cousins. So, so that's so not that's not is that's Nick not true. Foles basically going to go down now as the first ever NFL closer. No, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, because Joe Flacco is sorry as shit. Well, what I'm saying is Nick Foles had that run for the Super Bowl two years in a row, basically. He had a good mm -hmm. run in the playoffs the very the very next year. But what I'm saying is, like, he wasn't entered into the helm or whatever until late, late in the season. So that was the True. whole – that's the whole thing. Like, if he gets into the season late – you know, he's going to be a problem for everybody. Super Bowl caliber type guy. So that's what I'm saying. Is he going to be the first ever closer? Is the quarterback they have as a backup up until week 14? Here's here's my point why I say it's Flacco. Here's my point. So Joe Flacco did nothing. Nothing. Absolutely, positively nothing in the regular season, right? Yep. Nothing. The year was – yeah, the year they played y'all, right? Ray Lewis and them were just carrying them as much as they could. It's like, oh, we're going to just carry you. We're going to carry you. Don't Joe Flacco have two rings? No, no, no. He, no, no. Ray only got two. Ray only got two. Yeah, that, that was the time they played y'all. Carrying them, carrying them. They got there. They were a wild card, and they got to the Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. I got to ask Osborne about that. Well, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that was the case. Pretty sure that was the case. At this point, I don't mush – all of Mike Osborne's like Ravens fuck shit into hey, a fucking box. Happy birthday to that guy. Yeah, that's my dog. All day, every day. Will never change. But shout out, big Mike. You ever see this? Slander is fucking bullshit. Is Ravens? First off, that is a weird household. I love both of them, but him and his mom are weird because they're both from they they're from out here. His mom is a Detroit Lions fan, bro. Like a full-blooded Detroit Lions fan. And Mike's a Ravens fan. I am so confused. Like when I was, I stayed there with the city, I was so confused on Sundays. 
so confused. Like, like how did this shit happen? How do you be, how do you end up becoming a Lions fan, first of all? If you're from Barry, out here. She's older. she's older. So Barry Sanders. That's the only thing I can say. She hates the Niners, probably. She probably hates the Cowboys. And the Steelers are like, fuck them. You know what I mean? And then, out of all the teams that you could have picked. Barry Sanders. Just stuck to it. Then at the time when I found out about her being a Ravens fan, they had Megatron. And they had a young Stafford. So yeah. they were still rolling. Like, they were kind of rolling. How do you go 0-16 with Megatron on your team? Easy. You have no defense. You have no one. Like, they're doing this right here. Okay. <laughs> DBs. They say, down. You say the DBs standing there like this. Hi. Okay. <laughs> That's all it is. That's all it is. They're just letting them run by. <laughs> They're doing whatever they want. Matter of fact, I'm hey, tell them, hey, I'm gonna just do this five yard hitch, bro. He's like, all right, cool. I'm just gonna twist my ankle right here. You know what I mean? Act like I'm hurt. <laughs> Try to plant you see him. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Josh Rosen can't get a goddamn break. Gets drafted 10th overall the very next year. Kyler Murray gets drafted. He gets released to the Dolphins. Very next year, Tua gets drafted. And he gets released by the Dolphins. Three years in a row, he's been replaced. Is he in the Bills? Oh, Josh Rosen? That's Josh Allen. Oh, Allen. Too many Joshes. Yeah, Josh Rosen, that's fucked up. I'm going to be all the way honest with you. We need a backup in Tampa. I'm going to just go ahead and say that before we get any further. Blaine Gabbert, you had him. You already know what Blaine Caliber is. So you can attest to this. So we need a backup. We need a fucking backup. Josh, we need to learn under, Tampa, under Tom Brady. Better than Blaine Gabbert, I swear to you. Blaine Gabbert has gave me multiple years of eye strain. He is sorry. Like, he's bad. He's real bad. Hey, real he bad. played for us. I was like, oh, yeah, we're trying to tank. That's what we're trying to do. He's bad. And the thing is, he might he might actually be a great offensive coordinator like Brian Le- Brian Leverage. All backup quarterbacks end up becoming good coaches. Just saying. Yeah. Minus one, but, you know. You know, can't win them all. 35 nothing, guys. And now he's in New York for that fuck up Saquon's fucking goddamn career. <laughs> Before it could really get started. Yeah, we, uh, we can have a a brief moment of silence for Saquon's career now, even though he's going into his third year. It's pretty much Respect. over. This is dead. Respect, right? Moment of silence, man. All right, that shit's <laughs> over. <This is> nice. <laughs> Uh, They're the fucking Giants. Fuck them. And then Washington released Peterson. That was dumb. So who does Washington have in their backfield that we're unaware of right now? They lost – what's his name? Juice? Geis. Geis? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, no. They they lost him. Yeah, they lost him. Um, Honestly, bro, I couldn't even tell you who was on that fucking roster. Asking? What the hell? What's going on here? No backfield? 
Just have a fullback blocking the shotgun the whole time. Hey, they, they're going to go pass only. Well, I, I don't understand the reason behind it. I, I unless, really don't. Unless they just got a sleeper that no one knows about, which I highly doubt. Coaching staff came out and said that, you know, it's not that he wasn't doing good. It's just other guys that we saw that were doing better. I'm like, who the fuck is in your backfield right now that is anywhere remotely near Adrian Peterson? He's almost 40, and he played better than everybody you had last year. I'm saying he's 35, and he can still run him. Yeah, it's, it's. You retire AP. You got AP on your roster, you retire him. He's second of all-time rushing in the season. You, you think he goes back to Minnesota to be kind of like that backup to Dalvin Cook? Which I hate that because they did him dirty. Yeah. They did him dirty, but, yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. I they mean – give him. An NBA style ten day contract, like he'll never touch. Oh, the field I think they'll. I think they'll actually sit down and talk to him and let him know, hey, look, you and friggin' Dalvin Cook can be a monstrous duo. You guys can turn this backfield into something actually pretty fucking special. You know, if you plan to be in the league, you're 35 years old now. You're not going to get elite bat money anywhere else right now. So we'll take care of you to the fullest extent. We want you to the end of your career. So we're going to hit you with a three-year deal with a fourth-year option. Three years? You think so? If he's going to – so – or if you if that's too much, if that's too much, give him a two-year deal with a three-year option. You're a running back. They probably give him a one. All right, we'll see how this year goes. But that's that's what I'm saying. If he's splitting time with Dalvin Cook, it's going to extend him just a little bit. He's not the full-time back. You know, so I see I see that as, you know, they give – because I'm saying, you think Adrian Peterson, he's still in pretty damn good shape. Mm-hmm. If he gets injured, I think he's pretty much done. Yeah. At that point, if he does. But he's looked pretty healthy. He's looked good. He's still pretty explosive. He's not as fast as he used to be, obviously. You know, he's not 23 years old anymore. That's, that's, you know, granted. But at 35, he's still a problem, you know, in the backfield. So it's just – I think you give him a two-year deal with a three-year option after your first, you know, year – Kind of see how he feels. He feels good, goes into that second year. If that's his last year that he wants to play, then boom, you don't have to pick up a three-year. If he wants to play, you give him that three-year, and then boom, you're set. You know, I'm not saying for, um, you know, big-time money. He's not going to get big-time money. He's probably going to get the vet minimum. But... I'm thinking right now, if he does end up going back to the Vikings, they'll probably give him a good two-year deal at the most, I think. We'll see how that ends up happening. It was just a questionable move for Washington to release him at this point. You know, six days until the season's about to begin, you get rid of your RB1, basically, at the moment. So, that's interesting, man. We'll see how it ends up turning out. But, uh... Yeah. Is, uh... 
AP man, he don't he don't deserve this shit. Oh no, man, that's what I'm saying. He's too good of a player. He's well respected. He's one of those guys that definitely a lot of young running backs looked up to. You know, so some team will do it the right way. Some whether it's the Vikings to kind of pick him up to make amends or whatever, or it's another team that ends up picking him up for whatever reason. Maybe Jacksonville ends up picking him up. They just got rid of Fournette. I'm just saying that's a team that could possibly go for a low-risk, high-reward person like Adrian Peterson. You know, I'm not saying it's going to happen. not saying it should happen. I'm just saying it's a possibility. No, I'm saying from AP's perspective, he need to just say, fuck no. No, well, I mean, if that's the only choice that you have at that point, if no other team picks you up and it's just the Jags, you think he just says, fuck it, and retires? I <laughs> said, Jesus, I'm not playing for Jacksonville. Fuck that. <laughs> Two teams I will not play for. Cleveland, Jacksonville. Neither one of them. Yeah, no, they, they got Uncle Rico at quarterback and no receivers, so no. Nah, they got Chark. They got receivers. I, 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 I'm staying corrected. They got receivers. They got no line. They got no line. They got rid of uh, yeah. fucking Lance Campbell. Yep, fair. I heard of Jalen Ramsey. Tom Coughlin is real deal just fucking getting yeah, a check. I'm telling you, they're trying to get – they're going to try and tank this year to go get Trevor Lawrence. I think the bottom five teams are really going to do their best to suck this year. So, I mean, and that's – I feel like Detroit might be one of those teams that's at the bottom. Matty Stafford, I think, in Detroit is on his way out soon. He should be gone already. Whether he retires, whether he goes to a different team, I just don't think – I don't see Matthew Stafford in a Lions uniform for the rest of his career. I think he ends up moving somewhere else. And this could possibly be that year. If they end up sucking that bad, they might just move on from If they suck that bad to the point where they're the number one pick to get Trevor Lawrence, I think you take that risk and just say, all right, well, Matty Stafford, you had good years here. It's time for us to move on to bigger and better pastures. No, retire, bro. Just retire, Lion. We can give you a situation. Yeah, give them the – yeah. Yeah. Yeah, shit. He maybe even give him a portion of the team. Shit, he helped build that team to a you know decent. Well, let's not go too far. Okay, we'll give you we'll give you uh, the best parade that Detroit can buy, but that's about it. We'll give him that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you've heard it at the beginning of the show. That new theme song that we have, I really like it. I think it's cool. Um. I want to add a little something to it, but I kind of want to leave it to the listeners at this point. You guys have heard the intro. If you can come up with lyrics and put lyrics or whatever to this intro, we might have a little something for you. If you can figure it. If you can put lyrics out, you can put it all together, send it back to us. We'll listen to it. If it's good enough, it'll be the permanent theme. Make show. sure you get from Oklahoma in there too. Huh? <laughs> oh, from Oklahoma? No, no, no. We don't. We don't need. We we don't need that. Uh, all Sooners, sing your songs. <laughs> all Sooners. We don't. Come need, on. Come we, on. we don't need that type of negativity, man. 
don't need that type of negativity here. Cowboys, come on through. No, matter of fact, we got a whole DJ on deck. Matter of fact. Ryan, man, Johnson Lyrics, mentioned Zeke Elliott and all them. I'm happy because I don't give a fuck. I already know we're going to beat the shit out of all y'all. So I, <laughs> I'm going to let the children fight. <laughs> we went from worst to first. I'm so goddamn happy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so sad for 10 years. 10 years of misery. Oh, man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as you've heard it, we're going to do the weight loss challenge. Uh, going to do this, you know, whoever can come up with lyrics to the theme song, uh, maybe get a T-shirt in there, maybe do some sort of give it. I don't know. We'll figure something out. But if you can come up with lyrics – to the theme song to where we could put it as our permanent song. That would be awesome. Especially having the listeners getting involved in everything. That's what we want. We want the listeners to be involved. And if you want to get involved with the show, you go to Instagram, you go to PBP sports or PBP underscore sports. We'll go on Twitter. It's the underscore Joppos AP. Um, go to Pernita Bros Productions on Facebook. They also have its own Twitter there at the Alpha PVP. Go ahead and check everything out. Country K, where can they find you at yours? Uh, at Country K. So uh, K-O-U-R. Fuck, I swear. <laughs> this K-O-U-R. man forgot how to spell his own name. K-A-6-3. That was fucking hilarious. He's When he edits this video, he's just going to put it at the subtitle there. Yeah, right there at the bottom of the screen. No, I'm gonna keep the fuck up for sure. I'm gonna keep the fuck up. Oh, we'll keep that. Yeah, but the subtitle will give you the actual spelling. Yeah, yeah, it'll be right there somewhere, (laughs) like there, 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 everywhere. It could be here, it could be there. I'm just, I don't know. My spirits were very low until I. We start talking about Tampa. I just saw the Lakers get the shit beat out of them right now. Well, it's still going, but they're getting they're getting dogged out. Yep. Like nobody's business, and um, turns out to be a good day. Yeah, that turns out to be a pretty damn good day. <laughs> yeah, it's a good day now. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for joining us. Episode twenty-five for myself for the six ten beast country K right here. We will see you guys next week. Later. Peace.